When you wake up, cobwebs on your eyelids, stuck in rigor mortis. Whoa, just get going till you hit the ocean and you turn Californian. Hey everybody, welcome to Weezer Has Turned and Left Us Here. We're back for another episode. Woo! I'm Matt. I'm Sarah, and that's my cat Tango meowing in the background, because it's nighttime and I can't stop him. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what happens when you're a cat owner. Yeah, pets, I think, in general. Um, yeah. They, they don't understand podcasts, that you have to be quiet. <laughs> well, and it's like during the podcast, he he's very quiet. It's only like podcasts that I record at night. Oh, there my he God. Goes. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, fine. So, I'll, I'll cut around him. <laughs> so if you hear that, <laughs> listeners, then uh, know that it's just Tango wanting to play because Tango, as if you listen to the podcast, you know, Tango's crazy. Yeah. And he doesn't like when I talk about Weezer. No, that's not true. I don't know. Unless it is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> what if he just hates Weezer? <laughs> maybe he does. He's more of a Tango fan than a rock mm. fan. So, well, this episode we're going to talk about the White Album, Woo! which we listened to. I don't know to. why I wooed, because like, <laughs> no, like, because neither of us had, well, I think I'd heard like a few songs from yeah, it. I'd, I'd listened to it when it came out, but we'll get into it more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, before we get to that, how is your week going? Oh, pretty good. I discovered, because I Googled it, that, you know, if you're making crispy tacos with like the crispy taco shells and you put them in the oven, usually they collapse. But what I found out is that if you ball up some aluminum foil and stick it in the taco shells, they don't collapse. They keep their shape. Oh, also, I'm moving. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that taco thing was pretty exciting because like my taco shells would always collapse and I just have to break them open. And it was a whole it just looked awful. But or you can just have flour tortillas. Um, Soft tacos like non non white person tacos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then those, I feel like those don't last as long. I haven't found any good store-bought tortillas. I think that's the problem. They're all gross. Like I don't like store-bought tortillas. You um, know? And then you probably have to find vegan ones. I think most of them are. Are they? I, well, I assume everything I, has egg. I guess. Well, no, I was thinking like some of them probably have lard. Oh, there's this food truck in LA called uh, Kogi. It's like Korean barbecue burritos. Yeah. It's very famous. Yeah, you've probably heard of it because it's like probably the most famous food truck, but I have not heard of it, but I just said yeah, like I did. I like to be included <laughs> <Okay>. in things. <laughs> but like they're th- like they'll have a line just like, you know, miles long, not literally miles, but uh I I tried to eat there one day cuz like they everything has like egg in it or like cheese yeah. um or whatever, but I got these tacos and I I looked at all the ingredients. And I was like, "Oh, it's just tortillas and it's like lettuce and salsa and it was really really good." And then I, I Googled it and apparently their tortillas were made with pork fat, <laughs> which is probably why they were so delicious. But now I can't eat there anymore. Um, but anyway, that's just a long story about tacos. Uh, and, but, and I'm moving soon yeah, in like moving. a week and a half. So, um, so we're going to try to get a couple episodes banked so you yeah. don't have to uh, mm-hmm. deal with this crap while you're doing other yeah. crap. Yeah. But uh, how has your week been? Um, it's all right. Oh, actually, not all that all right. But <laughs> no. I, I just, I just got back from watching New Mexico United, our local soccer team, play mm-hmm. against Minnesota United, 
and uh, we all went to Civic Plaza. There's a few hundred people there watching it on TV, and uh, New Mexico United lost six to one. Oh no! So that was kind of a brutal loss. Uh, mm. Our New Mexico United's a brand new team. I think I mentioned it before on this podcast, but we uh, they just started this year. But they're doing, you know, they got all the quarterfinal to the quarterfinals of this big tournament here in the U.S. And they were playing against a MLS team. We're not mm. an MLS team. We're lower division, and we're we're all hoping that we could pull the upset because uh, we'd already beat two MLS teams. But this time Minnesota just came and punched us in the face. So. No. And then I'm also, picturing, you, mm, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just like picturing when I was like a kid and we would play soccer. You know, because we're like little, you know, eight-year-old yeah. girls at the end. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter who won. And they, the adults would all like tent their arms and you'd like run through and then yeah. you'd like do the high five with all the other teammates. <laughs> it's like they probably don't do that for adult sports. But actually my brother traveled to Minnesota to watch the oh, game. Oh, wow. Because, you know, like I said, the, uh, the entire city is like behind them. So when we found out that we were playing against Minnesota, they found they one of the... Uh, local credit unions in fact my local credit union they uh they helped rent a plane to fly to minnesota and back wow so paul uh, my brother was able to get in get in on that he only had to pay 250 bucks and they got oh wow um you know plane ticket and tickets to the game and a bunch of swag and it was i mean i think he had fun despite the i mean right now he's probably out drinking with all the other (laughs) people that went but uh, i think he had fun despite the, the the loss I mean, that's cool, though, that like that it's such a big thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's pretty that's cool. cool. And and also my, my air conditioner is broken and it was 95 degrees today. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> like where the hose is leaking. So it kind of works because it's a swamp cooler. Um, oh, OK. So it, it kind of works, but it leaks a bunch. So I can only turn it on. I have to go outside and turn the water off. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I had it. I, I had it blasting for a while earlier today, but I got to call my landlord again. Oh, I have, um, my new place has just like window air conditioners, like my current place does, yeah. but I almost, I looked at a couple places that had like central air Ooh, and I was like, Oh, that's so nice. But I looked at some nice places, but they honestly were a little bit, a little bit out of my price range. So, but I, I like the new place, but yeah, air, air conditioners, at least it has something. Cause some people have nothing. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine. You, you can't have nothing here it's no too, it gets too i mean it's not like phoenix or anything but it gets hot mm-hmm. yeah oh uh, summer uh speaking of summer and the white album the summer <laughs> it's so fun. i mean we'll get we'll talk about it i'm sure but I, I for the longest time i thought that song was called endless summer i mean yeah uh, it's it, yeah but we'll yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to it we're not going to go track by track because no because some much, tracks but. i don't have a lot to say about yeah, I think I have like a line about each one, but um, yeah. I do have some background information that yeah, I researched yeah. since, I don't know, I don't know why I started that sentence with since, but um, <laughs> yeah, so we- Weezer's White Album, it's one that Sarah, as she mentioned, probably hadn't heard all of before. Yeah. I probably hadn't heard all of it since it came out. We're just not very familiar with it, so it's a good one for us to listen to and talk Yeah, about. Like, like we know the Blue Album, Pinkerton, mm-hmm. like back to back, yeah. or back Wait, that's not how you use that phrase. Front to back. Front to back, yeah. And probably the Green Album also. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but this one was recorded in 2015. It was released April 1st, 2016. That's so funny though, because I could have sworn it was a lot older than that. Are you, 
thinking of Pacific Daydream because it was a white. Oh, maybe. Album cover. And Pacific is like the beach, and there's a beach. I don't this know. Who beach knows? Album. Yeah. The, yeah. This was heavily, supposedly heavily influenced by the Beach Boys, which you can hear in a few tracks. In like one track, I I don't. I think there's hmm. two that I noticed. Um, maybe two. And it it's also supposed to be kind of a throwback to the Blue Album and Pinkerton, mm-hmm. a bit um, more so than you know. Ratitude or Hurley or the Red Album, which are stuff, and and this one also came out right right after the one that Sarah never knows how to say. Everything every, will be all right in the end. Yeah. Oh, I should have let you try. <laughs> I was about to say everyone, and then I gave up. <laughs> but uh, and that actually everything will be all right in the end was pretty. It, it got really good reviews, and then so did this White Album. Hmm. From uh, everyone except for man, the one person really hate one on Metacritic it. The White Album got 71 out of 100, uh-huh. which is pretty good, you know, generally yeah. good one. But there was this one dude in Magnet Magazine that absolutely hated it. <laughs> like, he was, like, he was pulling out all of his cliché. Like, it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, worse than, like, the Spinal Tap album <laughs> review. Did he say, like, was he, like, a Weezer fan who hated it because it wasn't close enough to Weezer? Or was he just, like... I think so. He was... Really? I mean, it, it seemed really over the top to me. I'm like, okay, come on. It's, like, it's not the greatest album in the world, but it's not terrible. It's yeah. not, like... Don't act like it's, like, a a Nickelback album. <laughs> like, after Nickelback got big when things got even worse. It's not... You know, it's not something like that. So, I... That, well, and it is. This guy was writing it. It is funny that, like, you know, this whole SNL skit that a lot, you know, from last, like, last year, this year, who knows yeah. when. But you've got your Leslie Jones and your Matt Damon's, and it's like, you know, I, we probably are closer to Leslie Jones, but I feel like we're very open to yeah. these other albums. Like, I'll listen to it and make an honest, like, form an honest opinion about it. So I didn't come in here thinking I would hate it or like it. Yeah. Oh, this guy, I just want to read some of this because it's so mm-hmm. over the top hilarious that he, how he <laughs> panned it. He said, uh, further dissection of this fourth and most pallid chromatic chromosome in Rivers <laughs> in Rivers Cuomo's rapidly unraveling musical DNA would be as pointless and obscene as auto, auto-sighing a baby inside a dingo. <laughs> it should be objectively obvious that this is terrible, often abominable music, and to anyone with any affinity for Weezer's first two LPs, hell, even the next two, more obvious why. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. The truly devastating and pregnable question is how. How do we get here? <laughs> imagine music making... I mean, I get he's a he's a reviewer, so it's his job, but imagine this album making you that mad. Do, do you know that meme? It's like a meme I've seen on Twitter where it's like... Um, Point, point to the doll and show me where the album hurt you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like that like wow and some of those like there are too many words in that too many i know and like some of the sense words. reading it out loud i'm like this sentence didn't make sense <laughs> oh huh but um and just some more background <laughs> it was produced by jake sinclair who yeah he fronted a him. tribute cover band called uh wanna beezer <laughs> like, you're forgetting be. were you gonna mention the most important thing about him that he's producing the upcoming Weezer album, OK Human? No, I didn't know that. And I think he produced Ratitude. Also, he was a boardy on All Things Weezer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember his username? Well, no, he's not someone we uh, knew. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know because oh, maybe I don't remember. After our time. But I think it was after our time. Um, With the new because boards. Yeah, uh, producer Jake Sinclair revealed himself on 
allthingsweezer.com as user wannabeezer. That was his username as well. Uh. And began to share insight on the new album. As a Weezer fan himself, his goal was to make a Weezer album that would change the third album on people's rankings. So he posted some stuff on the boards. I think it's hilarious that he's like, even, he's like, even I know that it, it's not going <laughs> to be over the blue or Pinkerton. <laughs> it's like, we're number three. We're number three. But it's true. It's like at a certain point, you, like, you know, that Metallica is never going to come out with an album that people are going to say, this is the best one anymore. Yeah. Maybe they'll come out with one that people say, oh, this is in our top five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, maybe he wasn't like really on the boards. He, he wasn't like from the boards and then met oh, okay. Weezer. So they met him during Ratitude and he is a self-proclaimed fan of the band. Uh, and leading up to the white album, he posted on the all things oh, okay. forums. Wait, is that the same thing as all things Is that no, I, I think, I think that's like a fan one. That oh, it's a it's different kind one. Of, it still kind of exists now. But okay. I think it's kind of dead. Well, I, po- I, I posted on there. I posted a, uh, oh, really? a meme. A meme from the old days. Huh? Posted a redhead, redhead tennis player. <laughs> That's this is a reference for like five people. <laughs> but nobody uh, responded to it. I'm like, oh, oh, that's so sad. Um, I want to know what that redheaded tennis player is up to now. I don't even oh. know the point. The, well, I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. all the memes anyway. Um, so I guess he wasn't a boardy on the wizard boards. Never mind. That was going to be a cool fact, but, <laughs> but he, he is a fan and yeah. he did post, you know, some, some things about, uh, about the album when it was leading up to it. So, yeah. And I, I found a video at the Grammy museum, like Weezer w- did some, inter- you know, some panel interview oh. and, uh, it was called an evening with Weezer Cre- creating Weezer white album. And, hmm. uh, in the video, there's like two, like, one minute clips that are on there. I don't know why they don't have the whole thing on there. That would be uh, why they don't have the whole thing on there. That would be better. But, um, river said that a manager suggested they do a beach album. Yeah. And then, um, they're like, Oh yeah, why haven't we done that? You know, we started in Santa Monica and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then the interviewer said, you know, it's a beach album, but there are kind of some dark things in there and there's a dark side in there. And river said, well, for me, there's pretty much a dark side wherever I am. Ah, woo. <laughs> yeah, and and he he kind of went on to say how he mixes, you know, the dark and the and the poppy and the light. Hmm. Um, and yeah, so and they kind of mentioned uh, when we get to the song, then I'll talk about more what he says when he talks about thank God for girls. Hmm. I mean, it is interesting that quote about the darkness because listening to this, I felt like I wanted more darkness, but maybe that's just me. But w- what were your overall thoughts of the album? I, I liked it. I mean, I, I, I've listened to it pretty much nonstop for the past few days just mm-hmm. to get ready for this. And, you know, it, like, you know, it, it might be my third favorite Weezer album. <laughs> I don't know. Bold. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I think that more I listen to Green, it's like, okay. Yeah. I, I think that was kind of like my default third favorite one right. for a long time. And, uh, but then listening to it again, it's like, it's 20, you know, it's not even 30 minutes Yeah, and it's not, not all the songs are good. Mm-hmm. There are some songs I really like, but then also I think I mentioned you know, Island in the Sun, the more I listen to it, mm. the more I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And Hashpipe is, you know, it's whatever. Like I, I still think Hashpipe, I've said it a million times on this podcast, but I think it's a good live out live song. I'm not sure it's a good album song, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What, what, I... what did you think about this one overall? 
I, I also liked it and I'm very shocked because I think I'd listened to maybe half or less than half of this album. And I, it was to me, you know, when I had first listened to it, I thought it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, and then I've been listening to it or, over the last couple of days and it's really grown on me to the point where I actually kind of really like a lot of it, but I also don't like a lot of it. Yeah. But the songs I really like, I really like. And it does kind of like there are some songs, the whole album feels like rivers from the past writing these songs. And that's why I understand like the blue album feel kind of a little bit. Yeah. And it feels like a 24 year old rivers writing these songs. I think the problem is that you realize like, Oh, he's not 24. And these songs don't quite make sense coming from him anymore. But, uh, but I did like a lot of them. Um, yeah. And it, it, it does seem good. like, some of the songs came from that era of his life that he kind yeah. of re- redid. Like, like, do you want to get high? Right. Is from, it's about the same girlfriend from Oh Girlfriend. Yeah. Which is and, my favorite song on the green album. Yeah. And so, and this is basically about hey, how he was doing lots of pills at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that we, we'd kind of made fun of, do you want to get high on one of the previous episodes? Mm-hmm. Because we're like, oh, yeah, it's just Rivers trying to be blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, yeah, it's actually that he was like hooked on pain pills for a while with some girl, some girl that probably wasn't good to be with. Yeah. <laughs> so there is there's some of your darkness for you that you. Yeah. Wanted. And I think at some point when I hadn't listened to the full album, that was one of my favorite songs. But now I don't I don't even really like it anymore. Um, huh. I, I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't know if we should do a whole album of Rivers drug songs, but <laughs> no. I mean, that. <laughs> so wh- wh- why, why do you not like it anymore? I don't know. It just doesn't do anything. Like, mm, I mean, I guess it sounds kind of like Pinkerton-ish, which is what, I mean, that's what I read about it. I, I don't really hear that as much anymore. Yeah. I just don't, I, I guess I don't personally relate to it, to the drug thing. So I think it's just a personal preference. Like, but, um, the songs I do really like, do you want me to tell you some of my favorite songs well, or should so we go, should we go over them? Yeah, well, f- f- I mean, w- w- yeah, go, go over them because I'll, I'll write down my questions. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just let's just go. I mean, I know we said we're not going to go track by track, but I think let's just go in order and see. Yeah, I think like, you might if, as well go if, track by track. Yeah, yeah. That's the if, we, to do it. if we have nothing to say about a song, we'll just like move past it. Um, so because that's how I wrote my notes, too. I wrote them in order of tracks. Uh, so, so the first California girls, yeah, the kickoff K- track where it California kids. California kids. Sorry. Mm-hmm. California is girls Cal- is the, <laughs> is that a Katy Perry song. No, isn't that's the beach boy song. Oh, wait, isn't there, wait. isn't there a Katy Perry song called California? Wait, am I getting something? All confused? Didn't we talk about this on an episode recently? <laughs> I don't know. We're like Katy Perry got sued. Perry. Oh, California girls, girls with G U R L S. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. California girls is a beach boy song. I wish they could oh. all be California girls. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We. That's okay. I don't know why I got so. I didn't remember a very famous Beach Boys song temporarily. <laughs> but anyway, California Kids. That's probably it's probably one of my favorite songs on this album. Really? I, yeah. I, I was thinking this is one that Sarah's not going to like. I I don't know. I think I think I'm just in the right mood for for this song and also like. I'm from California and I love California and everyone I know here is, is great. And I feel like when I'm feeling down, my friends are here. I don't know. It's just like this stupid, like sentimental thing about this state. And 
you know, as much as I sometimes hate LA, it's like, I love the people here, you know? So I don't know. I just, and it's a really catchy song. I like it. I think pretty much every song on this album is catchy in a way. Yes. And which is a good, I, I, cause I was thinking of it like some, there's some of the songs on here that I don't like as much. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was thinking, do it. There's honestly, like, even though I say blue is a perfect album, it's like, I don't need to ever hear in the garage. Oh, okay. They're not in the garage. Like, the, you know, there's like a couple songs there that are like, okay, I, that's not one that I go to. Mm-hmm. I used um, to be that way with Surf Wax America. Yeah. Sur- I, I think Surf Wax America is the one that I was thinking of. But I get it more now, now that I'm older, you know. And, but, but even then when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, it's still catchy. Even if it's not my favorite one, it doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it just means, hey, it's not one that I'm going to put on. Like not every. I'm not going to put on every Beatles song and yeah. you know, the Beatles are the greatest band ever. They made a lot of songs. Yeah. And all of them are great. They made a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I feel like the, it's kind of the, this is how I feel about new Weezer is that they can have a song that I hate lyrically, but it's so catchy and that bothers me because yeah. it gets stuck in my head. And I think some of the songs I don't like on this album are still really musically catchy. Yeah. And this is, this song is like at the height of the uh, spreadsheet lyrics era. <laughs> this and song or this album this album mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, which you can hear in a lot of the songs yeah and and he says like on because he has a verified genius account as we've i think we mentioned mm-hmm. where he explains some of his songs yeah and like he even says on one of them i can't i'll look it up when we get there but uh or he says oh yeah somebody said put it through the rivers computer for the <laughs> oh it's uh oh i know which one it is it's uh thank god for girls Oh, uh-huh. that that makes so much sense. Cause that song is just all over the place. But yeah, I mean, I like California kids too. And I think it's a great open, especially when, yes. when you first hear that song, when, when you've heard, Hey, this is a, actually a good Weezer album. Mm-hmm. And you hear that song, you're like, Holy crap. This, this sounds like Weezer. Yeah, it does. I like it. It, it makes me smile. It's a good song. And it sounds, know. it sounds, um, it, it doesn't sound as clean as all as their new stuff that we hate so much. Like it sounds like there's a little bit of fuzz in there. Yeah. And you I know. like river's voice on a lot of this album, which yeah. I don't tend to like his voice on a lot of the newer stuff, but it sounds pretty good. And I, I think part of it is because of the way that Jake Sinclair, um, produced it because he, yeah. apparently he like was very, I, I guess, micromanaging of the album. Mm. Like I, I can't remember where I read it now, but he, this is, this is one where he was like, he knew what the sound he wanted. Cause he wanted to, that classic Weezer sound. So then when they would go off of that, he'd go, no, and he'd make them do it again until it sounded. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and so they kind of, I think it's kind of good for them to have boundaries. Cause I think when, I think when bands get into their later eras and they have all the power and all the control that no, there's no one to tell them no, then yeah, no, them, no one tells them no when they should. And yeah. this time they had somebody to, kind of guide them mm-hmm. and I think you can hear it especially on I think this song if California Girls was on the Blue California Album Kids. Or California Kids <laughs> God damn it. If, if California Kids was on the Blue Album then I think it would fit you know yeah I do too and there are a few songs that we'll get to that I feel like they sound like almost like they could be Blue Album songs yeah, I, I don't really think any sound Pinkerton-ish. Like when you kind of said no. that about, um, about. Do you want to get high? Yeah, I just I read that somewhere, but. I, I guess, know. no, I guess I could see it. Like the instrumentation maybe. A but little. 
like his voice doesn't. No. And his voice is such a big part of it. Yeah. Um. So what do you think about? So let's move on to the next track. Yeah. Wind in what do you our think sail. Of wind in our sail. Also, you you probably don't have to drop clips from every song in here. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. <laughs> well, especially this song. Honestly, I don't have a lot to say about this one. It has kind of weird lyrics. Don't understand uh, exactly what it's about. I, I this is the one that I didn't write anything down about it. <laughs> but he does mention like Darwin on the Beagle. Yeah, that's like the only lyric I can remember, and that's weird to me that I remember that. And and I, I think the only reason I remember it is because in another song he mentions the Galapagos islands mm, and that's mm-hmm. where darwin went oh on the beagle to, to study the theory of evolution yeah uh, i've heard of that <laughs> yeah that that fake evolution <laughs> it's just a theory. It's intelligent design <laughs> uh yeah intelligent I mean, it's, design is river's songwriting style that's true computers <laughs> that, that's very true yeah like we know there's no evolution in the weezer songwriting it's all <laughs> It's all intelligent design. Um, yeah. So should we move on? Or do you have anything you want to say about I it? I literally did not write anything down about it. So <laughs> okay. I think Thank God for Girls is the one we could talk about for an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we did talk a little bit about it during our episode with Steven. Um, cause that oh, was, I don't even remember that. Well, because Steven mentioned that was one of his most liked songs. I don't, want, don't even want to say favorite, but that it's one of the better songs on the album. Yeah. <sighs> it's weird. <laughs> It, yeah, because we talked about the cannoli line, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this this is one that I knew that you wouldn't like because you don't like when Rivers doesn't sound like Rivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely one that, because I think, I can't remember where I read it because I was reading about Jake Sinclair and his, you know, process working with them at some there was some part where he wanted them to stick to the blue album sound, but then there are some songs that have like a newer sound and this is, you know, this would definitely be one of them. It doesn't yeah. sound like you couldn't put this on the blue album at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess maybe it would fit on one of their other middle albums that we didn't. Maybe. <laughs> Hurley? I don't know. know yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but this is the one that, this is the one that Rivers has a lot of stuff verified on Genius. <laughs> Well, just like there's he, so much in like you can tell this is a spreadsheet song. I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind. Of, he oh, this is one that he mentions at the Grammy Museum. Um, yeah, he, he says. Well, actually, he says it doesn't sound like Blue or Pinkerton. He says mm-hmm. it's in a minor key, uh, it, which they didn't, which Weezer doesn't really do all that much. Um, and he mentions that it's really weird lyrics and a weird delivery. Hmm. And so he knows that it's kind of like a weird song for them. But I think that, you know, Rivers likes weird doing weird stuff, especially with his with the lyrics. And he said he's surprised that or or no, Brian said that he's surprised that people in the crowd will know every word to the song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, There's so many words in it. I know, but it is so funny because it's like people know every word to rap songs and those have more words. (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) Huh. and he's not really rapping in it. Like I saw a lot no. of people say, oh, it's a rap. It's like, no, he's kind of like, I don't even know how to say it's, it. It's not rapping. I it's don't like know. It's like a patter it's... song, like a, like a <laughs> Broadway patter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just weird. And I don't know what the message of the song is. If it's like me, I, I mentioned this in our other episode, but is it making a comment on, on women, and how 
that view of women is, I don't know what it's trying to say. And it's just like, you know, that, you know, that gif of like Homer backing into the bushes. Yeah. Like that's me when the song plays I'm just like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> well, and, and the song title might be a reference to, uh, thank heaven for little girls, which is a Merle Haggard song, oh. which is not as creepy as it sounds. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, I guess it's not a Merle Haggard song. I guess it's a Broadway Oh. It's from the musical Gigi, where a guy is singing to little kids. and Maybe it is as creepy as it sounds. <laughs> Hugh Hefner did a version of it. Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. That's no good. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is no good. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this and is one of the singles, too, right? It's the lead single from the White Album. It's the lead single? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know why. That's something I meant to look up, and I was like... Cause I think that California kids, I said it right this time, that would be, that'd be a perfect single for this. Yeah, it like, really would. That kind of like shows what they want to do with the album mm-hmm. and everything. And, and it kind of, I think that it kind of sounds more like the rest of the album than this does. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. On genius river states that the song title seemed like a big mainstreamish title, but I knew I would be able to pull all kinds of weirdness out of it. Uh, and then he says, all right, kids, let's play with some gender stereotypes. Mm. And, and like he, he mentions in there that he, uh, like s- some of the lines are like one of, one of the lines he says, it, th- I found, I wrote this in 1997. I finally found a home for it. Oh, so if huh. it is spreadsheet stuff, then it's, uh, I mean, maybe part of, maybe of he words, wrote yeah. parts of it. I can't imagine. Oh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. It, it just doesn't sound like something he would have written back then, but who knows? He wrote a lot of stuff. So, um, and yeah, I've, I can't remember if we ever talked about the official video for the song. I mean, we won't talk about the video. Oh, we're talking about yeah. The songs, we'll but probably do an episode about the videos yeah, at some yeah. point. Like, Cause it's good things. I didn't watch any of them. Oh, good. <laughs> I think I had seen that one before, but I was like, yeah, we're not going to talk about the videos. I literally yeah. don't know what it, like I, I cannot even picture. Oh, oh dude, I love think it. I saw like a still of it. Oh, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, that kind of reminds me that, you know, that we didn't mention the cover of the album. It's called the white album, which I don't know if everybody knows, but there's another album called the white album out there. It's from <laughs> like 50 years ago or something. It's from some band called the Beatles. Never heard of them. Yeah, it's just they, like that movie yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know, uh, so, digression time um yes. so minnesota united after every home game they sing wonderwall the crowd sings wonderwall <laughs> and because they have a big stand like uh you know big that's the big stadium seats mm-hmm. where they all and they call it the wonderwall because they all stand oh. and, or something so they're singing wonderwall and then my dad turns to me and says hey you know in a world with no beatles there's no oasis <laughs> oh that's that true yesterday <laughs> Well, there's and no that, like lots of bands. That's what I want to see that movie. Cause, um, yeah. but it's like, yeah, you take away the Beatles, but I guess then you have that guy being the Beatles. So maybe, yeah, maybe Well, I, I think that it was kind of like a, a gag and like we, we, neither of us have seen it, but I think it's funny that my dad is like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing my dad thought of when we're both de- depressed as hell because New Mexico just got their butts kicked by uh, Minnesota. Oh, stupid Scandinavians. Imagine a world without Wonderwall. What would oh. drunk people play on their guitars at parties? Yeah. What would like, yeah. College kids that want to get laid. College guys <laughs> that want to get laid, I guess. I don't know. I said kids. College guys that want to get laid and it probably works. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. So whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
So do you have anything else you want to say about what song we're talking about? Um, Thank God for girls. Right. Right. Uh, No, I mean, I think that everyone has thoughts on it Mm -hmm. because that's because it, it, so that's the one that you'd heard before. Yes. Yes. But I think I maybe only listened to it after like Steven mentioned it on his episode because I was, or maybe I'd heard it. I I don't know. I don't know. It's one of three songs on this album that has girl in the title (laughs) as does the next one. Girl, oh yeah, we got a good thing. Girl, we got a good thing. Now this is like to me the Beach Boysiest sounding song. Like, I'm not that knowledgeable about music, but when that song starts, it's like whoa, Beach Boys impression. Yeah. Girl, we got a good thing. Yeah, there's a couple other songs, um, but this one definitely sounds Beach Boys-ish. But I didn't like it. You didn't? I didn't really like it. No. But you know why? Well, again, I think it's a little bit the lyrics, and I, I was I reading about this one either. <laughs> Did you read? So, oh, is this the one that sounds like a Christmas song? Kind of. <laughs> the tambourines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it the is. Old... I did write it down. I, God, I don't know how to read my writing. Yeah, yeah. That, I wrote down, is this the most Beach Boys-like song? And I said, mm-hmm. it sounds like a Christmas song because of the tambourines. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like sleigh bells. Yeah, it does kind of. Um, so so the lyrics of the song go, girl, we got a good thing. You know where this is heading. Just a couple lovebirds happy to be singing. Um, but did you know that the song was originally titled Codependent and described a relationship that was getting ugly but didn't seem to take off. Uh, He then began singing the lyric lyric good thing around the melody uh, and wrote new lyrics about his experiences around Venice Beach. But the original lyrics or the alternate lyrics go getting codependent, just a couple chickens pecking at each other, sheathing in resentment, Girl, we got a good thing, and I don't see this ending. Do you want to fly? Do you want to flee? Um, so it's similar, but it's actually like d- way darker lyrics about a codependent relationship, which yeah. I, I can't say that I love those lyrics, but I like the idea of them better because, like, it's this whole thing about taking a, a really happy sounding song and putting these darker lyrics with it. Like, you know, when we talked to Noah in that episode, you know, just mentioning that like the blue album is kind of like that, you know, you have these upbeat songs, but you have these like more serious lyrics and that's what I would prefer, I think. So I saw some places that this album was described as a concept album. Did you see that? Hmm. I mean, because they're all kind of summery beachy ish songs. There's supposed to be like some sort of like through line between everything. Oh. With like the Hari Krishnas that he mentions in here. Yeah. And like there's supposed to be like a couple of relations, like it's supposed to represent a few relationships. Maybe. But um, I mean, you could say that about probably any album. I'm not sure. Maybe that was something that, that critics just read into it. Or, cause I don't Maybe. think that I saw that Rivers said that anywhere. It, c- it could be. I didn't really think that when I was listening to it. But um, there are, I think it's because there are a couple songs that don't feel like they go 
on the album. So that's why I didn't really see, you know, like a common theme. And, and because some of the songs, I don't even know what they're about. Like I couldn't tell you what yeah. the topic is. So maybe that's why. Of course it was Pitchfork that said that it was, it was a concept album. Um, this is their first one since Pinkerton. Um, he hmm. says the reviewer here says, uh, Cuomo opts here for a three act tale of geek meets girl followed by followed and sweet by boy gets heart torn asunder. From this angle, some of the nerdy name dropping a masochistic sexual symbolism might be thematic conceits rather than lyrical shortcomings. So mm. basically when all the stuff that's kind of creepy in it <laughs> is like talking about this character. But I don't, I think that's reading too much into it. I think it is a little, cause like Pinkerton is for sure a concept album. Yeah. But yeah, I don't see that in this Butterfly one. And all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And just his college experiences and, you know, at Harvard or whatever. Um, and, oh, and then this, then the, the reviewer says, but first of all, which Weezer album couldn't be described at least in part as geek meets girl and gets heart torn asunder. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'll have pitchfork. <laughs> and when's the last time we listened to a Weezer album for the story? <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, don't, I don't know how many albums I listen to in general for the story. No, I mean I songs know, from I the black hole. If that had been a thing, I would have yeah. listened to that for the story. <laughs> like, what's the last concept album? I I, 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 think. I don't think I ever get the concept because I don't really pay attention to lyrics that much. The Who and Tommy, <laughs> David Let's Bowie. See. Oh, the uh, the wall, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tommy, the Who. Oh, American Idiot, Green Day. Oh yeah, God, I hate that album. <laughs> Pet Sounds. Um, oh, Pet Sounds, Beach Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys. People Head can email us to, their uh, concept albums. Yes. Uh, let's yeah. move on to email us your favorite concept album from yeah ni- besides American Idiot post nineteen ninety. Yes. <laughs> All um, right. So let's talk about. Do you want to get high? Yeah. The only note I have is not bad. <laughs> I, one of my favorite things. So the first lines in here are uh, crush up the blue and inhale through your nose. Yeah. I had a friend who got hooked on pills and he would do that. Like he would, Ooh. he would snort the, yeah, s- snort his painkillers because it gets in your system quicker. Oh, and geez. at the time when I was like, you know, 23, 24, I was thinking, oh yeah, that oh that seems like a cool way to do it. And now looking back at it, I'm like, holy shit! How did I not know that he was <laughs> like addicted oh, to this no. shit? I've heard of people doing that with Benadryl. I don't want to snort anything. Yeah, do you remember when kids would snort pixie sticks? I always heard about that, but I don't, <laughs> I don't remember anybody actually doing it. I I'm sure I people, people do, kids it. are stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now kids are licking ice cream. Apparently, licking ice cream. Oh, you haven't seen, I mean, by the time this comes out, I'm sure it's, the fat is gone, but like, oh wait, people are like opening ice cream in the store no, and licking it. Oh, gross. And like, what some, is wrong with people? Well, and then in Texas, someone who did it got like arrested and got like charged with a felony or something. Wow. Like that, which is like, okay, I think it's dumb, but come on. Yeah, that's, hmm. But anyways, back, back to you want to get high. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about how like, uh, don't eat no dinner tonight. And that's because... Apparently, if if you're hungrier, then uh, then the high is better. Well, it's probably the same as like when you're drinking. If you have an empty stomach, you get yeah. more drunk. But yeah, so it's like the more like I looked at the lyrics, I'm like, oh yeah, he really did kind of you know have a problem with uh, yeah. with the pills. And now, of course, he says he doesn't have. 
take pills at all except for Advil. Huh. Oh, you said like, that? <laughs> yeah, he said, I try to avoid pills now at all costs, even when I had knee surgery in 2013. I refused oh, wow. anything but Advil. I love Advil now, though, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's not snorting it, it's fine. Yeah. Although maybe that's an easier way to take it. Oh, and also, um, this in the this is also from Genius. He says, I remember hanging out with Fred Durst around that time, too. <laughs> is there a story there? <laughs> nope, that's just all it says in the Genius. <laughs> I could probably find more about it, but... So, I mean, you know, it was 2000. So 2000 was right when Limp Bizkit was at their biggest. <laughs> and Weezer was just, you know, the Green Album was about to come out. So they were on their big comeback tour. Huh. So I guess, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. That yeah. These two rock acts would, their front men would uh, meet up. See, at least, like... Fred Durst has gone way further. Like we know that Rivers is weird and we kind of love him for it. But Fred Durst is just like, like went insane and went like crazy. Like he became a citizen of Russia or something. Early two thousands. I mean, a lot going on then drugs and Limp Biscuit. Hmm. Well, I don't have anything else to say about this song or Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I don't want to like rush through these, but if you have anything else. No, I don't. So I'm just looking at Limp Biscuit stuff now. We should really stop that. I should stop that. <laughs> uh, so the next song is King of the World, which. Is it so, your favorite song on the album? No. Well, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, this sounds like something that a, a child would write. Like not, I don't mean to be mean, but it's like, yeah. oh, if I was king of the world, nobody would ever be in pain or whatever, whatever he says. Um, but then when I found out that he wrote it for his wife, I feel like I liked it more. Because you knew the context. and Yeah. You knew it was all about her. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's kind of sweet that he wrote the song basically for his wife and that he doesn't want her to ever feel bad. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I don't love the song, but it's like, okay, it comes from a good place. <laughs> and in the, the annotations on this one, on Genius, it's all from, like, all from her. She writes the annotations oh, on here. Oh, wow. And there is one line here that I really, really, really hate. <laughs> Can you guess which one it is? Um, wait, I'm looking at the lyrics now. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess what your least favorite yeah. I can't think of it. I'm going to guess because you brought up the Galapagos. We can ride a Greyhound all the way to the Galapagos. No, I, I like that one actually. <laughs> okay. What's your the, least favorite? And uncle Sam, Sam dropped an atom bomb. I, I well, almost said that. I don't know. I, I just don't like it. I don't like, I get what he's going for and everything, but it seems kind of weird. Like I'm writing about my Japanese wife. So let's just mention. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> I didn't like when something I, from before, from, you know, 30 years before she was born. Yeah. What I didn't like about that part of that line. Cause he says, um, Dad hit you on the hand for just for holding your chopsticks wrong. Then your mom locked you in a shed and Uncle Sam dropped an atom bomb. But you're not alone. He's But it's like you didn't deal with any of that. <laughs> like It's just weird that he says, but you're not alone. Because it's not, he's like, he he didn't experience any of that. So I just no, thought I, it was a weird thing to say. I, I think that now we're getting into like analyzing the, uh, <laughs> but he says, but you're not alone. You can let it go and weep on my breast. I think it you're not alone because of the rest of it. He's mm, saying, you're not alone yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah, I get, that's true. Like, cause he's, I think like the start of that verse, he's saying, this is all the stuff that happened to you as a kid. I know that apparently he oh, didn't have a very yeah. good childhood. It's like, but now I'm here and I'm. The, oh, and that makes I'm, sense. Yeah. And I'm the king of the world and you're my girl. <laughs> and now you don't have to shed a single tear. I mean, 
yeah, it's sweet. I don't know. It's not like my favorite song. It's, you know, I think sweet is the perfect word for yeah. it. Yeah. It's just yeah. a sweet song. Just mm-hmm. Rivers writing a sweet song for his wife. With Oh, but, yeah. but uh, apparently during rehearsals of the song, Rivers would sometimes sing USA dropped an atom bomb instead of Uncle Sam dropped an atom bomb. Hmm. He said that he was making this mistake since USA was the original lyric that remained in the song until the mixing stage when it was changed to Uncle Sam. I mean, mm. I don't like that any better. I, I It's not the actual line. I mm. just don't like the intent of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I, I think also, I don't know, we're going deep into this one <laughs> part of one verse of this one verse from the song. Uh, but the other stuff happened directly to her. Yes, that's like, true. The other stuff is, like, and I don't know, maybe she did have like a deep connection, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah. Anyways, we'll yeah. move on. Yeah, let's move on. We don't on. need to analyze each song like this. <laughs> um, Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory. The famous one that we've mentioned many times yes. in this podcast because of the Song of the Splitter episode, which we're not going to get too much into the song because we'll probably, if you liked our mini episode from a couple weeks ago, I think at some point we'll do a mini episode about the Song Exploder. Yes. Which but Sarah still hasn't listened to. No, I haven't. And I don't think I'd heard this song before. And I liked it. Yeah, it's fine. And yeah. This one has the bridge and this one is the most Beach Boys sounding thing on here. This does feel, and and, you know, you were talking about the song Exploder thing, and I'm sure they, I'm sure he mentioned it. It does feel like parts of it feel very spreadsheety. There's this part where uh, he says, um, good witch of bad witch, God is a woman. I wish I hadn't played the prude. She touched my ankle, paranoid android. I feel it in my molecules. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) None of that goes together. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, I, well I, I wish I hadn't played the prude and she touched my ankle. Like, oh, that could be going somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Paranoid Android. <laughs> like, what about it? What about Paranoid Android? I mean, I don't need everything spelled out for me, but it has to just make some sense. But the song, it's very catchy. And did you read about what it's... Oh, well, you heard the song Exploder episode. Did he explain, like, kind of where the title comes from? Yeah, like with, with his kids. Uh, yeah. But, yeah... Let's save this for a yeah. Mini we'll we'll of the save future, it, but um, when yeah. There's another holiday coming around, right? But do you do you like the song? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> do what the do what the thing is. I I this entire album, I think it's all fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's nothing that I love. There's nothing that I hate. I like it all. Like I like it all. I don't hate it all. It's just fine. There are a couple songs I really really like. I think I like it a little more than you, but there are also songs I really hate. So, um, although it's funny, did you listen to, when you were listening to it, did you listen on Spotify to the deluxe white album? I did not. I only listened to the, uh, to the okay. tracks. Cause I didn't realize that I was, I had clicked the, like clicked, tapped whatever the deluxe album. So there were a couple songs towards the end. Like we won't talk about it since you didn't listen to it, but yeah. there are a couple songs like of the bonus tracks that are 
really bad, oh, <laughs> like really I didn't creepy. Know where you're going with that. <laughs> no, but they were like, yikes. <laughs> like, oh, good thing this wasn't on the album. Yeah, I was like, I was glad when I found out those were not actual album songs because it made the album better to know that those weren't on it originally. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, should we move on to LA Girls? Or did we already decide to move on to LA Girls? Yeah, yeah, let's move oh, on. Oh, okay. Because I. Uh, honestly, with a summer lane and drunk Dory, I, I was like, we're gonna talk about this on another episode. So I'm not gonna That's listen true. to it that mm-hmm. closely. <laughs> But so yeah, Ellie girls, what do you LA think girls. of Ellie girls? Um, it's another girl in the title. <laughs> girls with a Z. He, he likes to play with gender stereotypes, <laughs> as they say, as it says on the Genius. Um, no, I liked it. I think that this this one, this is another one that I think you could slot it in, like on the Deluxe Blue album, and mm-hmm. it would fit pretty perfectly. Um, maybe surprising to know that I really liked the song. Really? I kind of thought you would hate it because I, I of know. The, the Jabberwocky references. Oh, no. Not even that. As a guy and gimbal in the wave. <laughs> I thought I would hate it because originally it's like, you know, he says, LA girls, please act your age. Um, and he says, sweeten up your lemonade. And it's like, I don't need to sweeten up my lemonade for any man. You know, like I kind of hate yeah. that about it. But also when I started to think of it as like, this is a song that Rivers would have written you know, around no one else, like the time of no one else, then it's like, Oh, I can kind of like this because he's flawed. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't like it, but I, um, I really like it. But did you know that? So this song was written by, uh, it was co-written by Brian Bell. Oh yeah. I noticed that. And, oh, and Luther Russell, who has frequently produced and co-written songs for Bell's other band, The Relationship. Um, And Brian posted a clip of his original demo of the song to his Instagram account. So the demo has really different lyrics. And I prefer them. Mm -hmm. better it's more simple it doesn't have yeah. this weird like kind of weird stuff in it that doesn't make sense but that's brian like we should totally do an episode on some of brian's side we bands. should i've never heard any of them i'd heard i'd heard of i'd heard the space twins like a long time ago but i don't remember it but even like when we talked about the red album there was like one song on there i really liked oh, yeah. and, and it was the brian one, that one. I brian wrote and, and, and yeah so like 
I'm very intrigued by him. I feel like he brings something really good to Weezer. And I was reading, I don't know where I read this, um, but so I read that, you know, LA Girl, I think it's, this is the most blue-like song. I think even more than mm. California Kids. Yeah, yeah. This time. Um, <laughs> and he, so Brian mentioned why. One is because it's in 6-8 time, oh. which is like the same as Say It Ain't So and Suzanne. Ooh. Which are two, you know. Oh, it does kind of feel like Suzanne a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. He mentioned, Brian, wherever I read this, he mentioned uh, Suzanne, how he said that's his favorite B-side. Ooh, that's a good one. And I think it's a lot of people's favorite B-side. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably, yeah, that has to be like their, from Weezer Nerds, their favorite uh, B-side, right? It's a good one. I, I don't know. There's some good Pinkerton B-sides that I really like, but uh, no, that one's great. Um, yeah, this does sound, ah, it's nice. It does feel like it could be from that time. I like it. And then also, and then I think adding the Z to LA girls is the most rivers thing in the world. I know. Right. That's the, that's the one thing I really hate about it. Kind of, <laughs> uh, it doesn't need to have a Z on it or maybe Brian did that. I don't know because the YouTube there's a, on YouTube you can find his demo. It's only part of the song, but he says LA girls with a Z demo. So Mm, maybe he's the Z. Maybe he adds the Z to all the songs. We if don't he was know. Canadian, it would be the Z. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Brian's not Canadian, but <laughs> no. he could be. He could be. He's nice. Mm-hmm. And he likes well, hockey. No, mm, I don't know. Never mind. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> uh, anything else about this song? No, it's just, it, again, it's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here, but the next song, Jacked Up, I Hate. Oh, wow. I didn't even write down Jacked Up because I hated it so much. <laughs> like, do what the thing is, I, I, again, like you were mentioning, I like the music. I, I, do what, I like the falsetto that Rivers is singing with. I think it's a good um, kind of change of pace from the rest mm-hmm. of the album. But I'm not a lyrics person, but oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't avoid, I'm all jacked up over you. Like, like that's like him saying, I, you know, how much I love you. Like I'm so messed up. But the phrase jacked up. Yeah. Has such a broy connotation. Uh huh. It reminded, it's funny because for me, when I heard this song for the first time, I immediately was thinking of, uh, I don't know if you watch adventure time. Uh, I know, but I've seen it. Yeah. But there's like this part where Finn sings this song where it's like, I'm all gummed up inside and it's about princess bubble gum, which is a much cuter song. Uh, and also he's yeah. th- like 13 or 14. And so he can, you know, write a song like that. But it's like, again, it's like this thing where I know rivers is in his forties. It's not like I, I don't ever want to hear anyone say I'm all jacked up over you, but it feels like something and, that like a 15 yeah. year old could say. <laughs> yeah. And two things about, the phrase one is so back back in the days when people didn't know concussions were bad for you like 10 years ago mm. uh, on espn they'd have a highlight section called jacked up for football where they'd show people getting knocked out with oh. big hits and every time every time they'd show one then everyone in the in the studio would go jacked up <laughs> like all in unison <laughs> and then like and it was just like an accepted thing. Like, oh, this is awesome. Look at this guy got hit so hard he can barely walk. It's like, oh, oh it's so God. awesome. And then now looking back at it, you're like, that guy is going to have, that guy is serious brain damage. <laughs> like, yeah. He's going to wow. have mental problems in 20 years, if not sooner. What a different time so, it was. So jacked up <laughs> makes me think of that. It reminds and, you of that. <laughs> and it also reminds me of saying jack, jacking off. <laughs> 
another like childish like just yeah. ch- childish phrase there are just some so words i'm all jacked that, up over you just like come on there are some words that rivers chooses in his songs that are just like i don't like the way they sound like i can't remember i can't think of a specific example but it's akin to using the word like moist you know <laughs> yeah. it's like he uses words that make me feel the way people feel when you say moist <laughs> yeah i mean um, jack should only be used like in a, like in a rap song where you're talking about like like getting jacked up to go play sports or to go get in a fight or something. It shouldn't be about I'm jacked up over you as being like, I, it's like I get that sweet. it's probably like, uh, um, playing against type. Yeah. He's always trying to do that. And, and it's it, like, just be yourself. Rivers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, this song was also, uh, again, I won't like talk about it too much, but it's on the deluxe white album. There's Ooh. a remix version of it with, Fitz, um, what's his name? Fitz, that Fitz guy, Michael Fitz, Fitzpatrick. He's from that one band that I can't Mm. remember. And, uh, you know what? I'll just open up Spotify and find it, uh, because I can't remember, but, oh, featuring Fitz of Fitz and the Tantrums. Oh, Fitz and, okay. Nida of Pussy Riot. Huh. So it has some extra people. Kinda. Yeah, it was like... like, it really so, leaned so what, into being more of like a kind of modern sounding song. What did you think of the falsetto? Mm, it, it was interesting, but I didn't care for it. I personally didn't care for it. I, I think I just don't care for the song. It's just. Yeah. I, I, I really, again, like I, I like the music on every single one of these songs mm-hmm. and I, I like his voice on this. Like, I like the falsetto. I think it's a good, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a good change of pace. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I think in another context, in another song, it would have been cool. Um, I just didn't care for the song. Yeah. No. And uh, then the final see. one. The, the final one. The uh, the final track is Endless Bummer. Yeah. And it has my favorite line on the album. Uh, let me can see if I can guess. Wait, is it like your actual favorite line? or Yes. Oh, okay. Uh I mean, there's like eight lines in the song, so <laughs> I'm not gonna guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm getting my mindset. My, my heart is so landlocked. No. <laughs> oh, and let it's, me guess. Let me guess again. Kumbaya uh, makes me get violent. No, that one I don't like. <laughs> okay, which one I can't guess? I count my steps because I'm OCD. Oh, really? Because I don't like that line. That really? feels to me like a Rivers spreadsheet line. It does, but it's so clever. It's like because you know people can't. You know, counting steps is like a big thing now. Like, That's you know, true. I have my Garmin on right now. I have 5,800 steps today. Um, <sighs> but I, I count my steps because I'm OCD. Is I don't know. It's just such a good little line. It, it, it seems like kind of like something like Stephen Wright would say in a stand-up, <laughs> like a one-liner. <laughs> That's a good point. I um, Also, the song was co-written with Brian as well. And also... Not surprisingly, I didn't even know that Brian co-wrote it, but I really liked this song and that's probably why. And yeah, I think this is probably one of my favorite songs on this album. This one and California Kids, first song, last song. Uh, I really it, like it. it. It's very clear what it's about. And it's a, it's a good, it's a good song to end the album. Mm-hmm. It like, and like the blue album has the best album closer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really good album closer. Like it's like a nice, let's take it down. Let's just do mostly almost all acoustic until the very end. And then, uh, did you notice that like at the very end, like the beach sounds come? come yeah. 
and like at that. the beginning of California Kids, there were beach mm-hmm. songs. So like, I like it. Album. Yeah, and like in between these songs, it's kind of like inconsistent with quality, but it's like, oh, I, I like this. Um, it's funny because on the lyric sheet for the White Album, a line in the second verse is listed as "dreaming about my wife," but many fans, including myself, hear "life" rather than "wife." When asked on the fan club Facebook page which one was the correct lyric, Rivers said, "What's the difference?" Uh, <laughs> but I definitely it does sound like dreaming about my life. So, I mean, and the next line is she was too fast for me. Yeah. So if there anything, and like on this might be just some you know this isn't verified on Genius, but it's saying how this song is like a um, a parody of like you know summer love songs. Yeah, I I can see that. Like again, this is one of those songs where it feels like something a younger person would write. I'm not trying to say Rivers can't write songs like this, but it makes more sense. Like I was imagining a younger Rivers doing that. You know, I was imagining like the Blue Album and I I liked it more. So maybe it's just my own mental blocks with what I think Rivers should be writing at, you know, at his point in life. But I I did really like uh, this song. It's very clear what it's about. It's very relatable and it's good. It's weird because I do wonder how much of it is the spreadsheet because this was like the right. spreadsheet era, but it is a lot of the songs do make sense. It's not just a a list. Most of them aren't just a list of things like, you mm-hmm. know, heart songs or um, <laughs> what was the, what was the Hanson one? Oh, uh, Troublemaker. Troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> Hanson like one. I'm just going to call that song that from now yeah. on. <laughs> Those are both in the right album. But yeah. So I think actually after talking about this, I like the album more. Yeah. Um, Because a big thing is like if an album is just good to listen to and you don't get taken out of the flow of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I really do that much. Maybe like once or twice. Yeah. It has a couple songs that I or maybe more than a couple. There are definitely songs that I would skip if I listen to this album again. Yeah. And I think I will listen to this album again. You know what? I like it. I'm looking forward to in a few episodes. We'll probably listen to everything. I'll be all right in the end because yeah, that one and is I'll another learn how one to say it. <laughs> though we we do have to do the we, we do have to do the Hurley listen at some point. Yeah, someday or Ratitude. Yeah, like, I knew that coming into this that everybody liked this. Not everybody, but obviously that one dude really hated it. <laughs> um, th- this was kind of like an album that made people say, "Weezer is Weezer good again?" Yeah, and yeah. Then, the teal album and black album came out. <laughs> oh, so this was only like two albums ago or three or whatever, whatever counting, however yeah. counting works. Oh, huh. yeah, it was this one and then teal, right? I guess. Oh no. Okay. So it was, uh, everything will be all right in the end. The white album, then Pacific daydream, then teal. Oh, so Pacific daydream is newer than the white album. Yeah. It was 2017. Huh. I always get Pacific daydream and make believe mixed up. Oh, really? Because I know Make Believe pretty well, yeah. so I don't get them mixed up because I don't think I've ever listened to Pacific Daydream. Maybe I have. I don't know. I think that I probably did after I listened to The White Album. Like, The White Album is actually good. Is Pacific Daydream good? And I don't remember. <laughs> um, Should we do like a couple Rivers tweets? I wrote down a couple. Oh, yay. Good. Because I was hurriedly looking some up right now. But if you have some. <laughs> you can keep looking some up while yeah, I just yeah. read the what I, I have three of them that, where he mentions The White Album. Oh, Nice. So uh, August 22nd, 2017 from Rivers Tweets. Uh, I enjoy showering to the White Album. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I could see showering to this. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to podcasts when I shower. Yeah. Because I listen to podcasts when I do everything, pretty much. Because you like uh, feeling like somebody's talking to you when you're showering? I just I just can't stand silence anymore. Like, technology <laughs> has ruined me. Oh, God, like, I love I, silence. I will, like, sometimes I'll be, like, getting up from my computer to walk to the kitchen to get something, and I'll turn the podcast on for that 10-second <laughs> walk. And I'm like, why am I doing that? I can't oh be alone God. in my thoughts for 10 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of a sad thing, actually. Um, <laughs> May 21st, 2017. White Album producer at Jake Sinclair is awesome. Aww. And I think after listening to this album, I would agree. I would. I think yeah. it's a good album. I think he really did more a good than job. Album. Mm-hmm. He did a good job trying to bring back the classic sound. Good for you, Jake. Yeah, and, the, and oh, another thing, like we, everyone says that there's the Beach Boys influence, and I only heard that a couple of times. Yeah. I, I, maybe they were trying for it. They didn't, but if they were trying, they didn't, I don't think they got there that much. Um, no. Yeah. I didn't. And, and when I did hear it, it felt out of place. So I wish it almost hadn't been there. Yeah. Um, last one I got is it's actually a Instagram post here. He, you know, that posts to his Twitter also it says he, 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 there's a room full of loud, drunken sounding Foo Fighters enthusiasts next door. I'm about to blast white album. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> and the picture was him, him backstage getting ready to go on stage. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing it was when they're opening for Foo Fighters. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and it was like the most dad joke thing. And it made me laugh. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, I have a couple tweets. Oh, good. Um, one of them has your favorite phrase in it. It's from April 11th, 2011. Recording all day with Weezer, jacked up on PJ tips. I don't know what that means, PJ but he said jacked up. Pajama tips? I don't know. I have no idea. Wait, read uh, it again? Recording all day with Weezer, jacked up on PJ tips. Hmm. Okay. I don't know, but he said jacked up. Uh, I also found a tweet. Jacked up! (laughs) Um, From December 2nd, 2017. It took me so long to memorize, thank God for girls. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Uh And in that Grammy thing, um, that interview, where, you know, Brian said he was surprised everyone knew all the words and Rivers jokes. He's like, they know it better than I do, which (laughs) is also like a very musician banter type thing to say. Like, yeah, you, you know how people say like, uh, this musician's so, f- you know, such a funny guy and you're like, he's funny for a musician. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's funny. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and just one more tweet I want to go over is I just, I had looked up the word girls also to see how many times he says girls in his tweets. It's a lot, by the way. Um, with a Z or with an S? With an S. There aren't any with a Z. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but one of them says from November 24th, 2015, why don't girls like me? Oh, <laughs> that's an, anyway. that's a, that's a blue album Rivers tweet. <laughs> anyway, this has been another edition of Rivers tweets. We need a theme song. I know. I know. Rivers tweet, 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 <laughs> Jacked up. <laughs> Jacked up. God. I can't believe that was like, that wasn't even that long ago. It was like 10 years. Maybe. Wow. What a time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think that's it. I mean, you know what, yep. if you guys have any yep. thoughts, 
yeah any thoughts on the white album have you if you haven't listened to the white album and then because of this you listen to it give us an email or a tweet and uh you can tweet at us at weezerpod instagram at weezerpod facebook at weezerpod mm-hmm. and uh email us at weezerturnpod at gmail.com yeah and if you want to follow me i'm on twitter Sarah and Julie Iyer. Instagram My cat is Sarah meowing because it hears you talking. <laughs> My cat stopped meowing. He's like, he's like sleeping on the couch now. Uh, yeah, but just follow me on social media, you know, and uh, that's pretty much where I am. What about you? Yeah. Um, follow me at FBI Hop on Twitter, at FBI Hop on Instagram. Um, I, unlike Sarah, I don't have a couple more podcasts <laughs> y- yet. Yet. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, I should say uh, happy birthday to Sarah. Oh yeah, it was my birth. Well, happy almost birthday to you. Yeah, by the time this comes out, we will both. It will have been both. We'll of our both birthdays. be thirty four. <laughs> we'll both be thirty four. Uh, I found. I found. Like I realized that my hair is turning gray today. Like because oh, I, I have so many white hairs. Well, I've been. I've been like I had been dyeing it purple, and I kind of oh, yeah. let it go for a little bit, and I was like, why is this hair so like grayish right here? It's just gray. My hair's gray. <laughs> my, anyway, I, I just have white. Like it just went. I, I like right in the front of my head, like right on my hairline in the front. It's just white hair. Wow. Like I'm getting a bunch of white hair. So you and should dye it purple. I should. Well, and my, my hair is so black. Like it's, it's bl- as black as you can get. Mm-hmm. So the white really sticks out. Mm-hmm. So we're getting old, but yeah. we, even though we're older and wiser, we don't know how to end the episode still. Um, well, LA girls, please act your age. I guess I'm 34. So I should I'm, act 34. I guess I'm 33. But you're not an LA girl. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Bye. I guess that's it. Bye. No more life from Paloma to Rose. Sometimes I feel like I'm a ghost. Changing into street clothes. Yeah.